It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM World 4 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station F104 Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by Waterford actor and writer Jamie Beamish. Hello. How are you? Hi Louise, how's it going? All right. Good, good. So a lot of people would know you obviously from Derry Girls and Bridgerton. You've just wrapped up season three of Derry Girls. How was that? Oh, it was amazing. Uh, look, you know, we were we were supposed to do it actually uh, in 2020. I think May 2020 was was when we were going, and like you know, they were on to us, and everything was all set up. And then, sure, look, everything closed down. The yeah. pandemic hit, the lockdown hit, all that kind of stuff. And bit by bit, and it was pushed, it was pushed, and then, then you kind of go, God, is this ever going to happen? Mm-hmm. But I think they were right to push it because, oh, th- this season is like the best yet. I mean, I, I you know, I, I won't say anything about it, not allowed nope. anyway. We don't but, know. <laughs> like, oh my God, you're in for a treat. You know what I mean? And they were right to hold on because you know you're going to get it properly, rather than if they had paired it back or you know went into it with like so like big social distancing rules at the time, you know, early. And uh, instead, you know, they waited, they waited for the right time and they were dead right. It's going it, it, it's, to it's be class. And me, like, going back to do it, ah, uh, you know, you're going back to a family. It's like, I, you know, I pinch myself when I think, you know, I'm part of something like that. I'm not a huge part or anything like that. But just being in it and, you know, kind of around us, it, it, it's magic because it's something that people just love and adore and, and oh, you know I've been in enough flops over the years to say that for <laughs> not and this is you know it's, it's lovely to be in something like Derry Girls God yeah The reaction to it was unbelievable though I think it's you know it's a special one really isn't it? I know it is and people say to me like people the same thing kind of going oh maybe this is what it was like you know when Father Ted came out in the 90s mm. and then I, I don't know that was before I was ever an actor even but I remember watching Father Ted and that'd be that'd be it you know what I mean for Irish comedy it was such a thing and like when we went to do Derry Girls then I had done Lisa McGee's previous series at London Irish on Channel 4 her previous sitcom and they were brilliant scripts and I think it was a bit before it's time and it didn't, you know, kind of land at the time. I think people rediscovered it now mm-hmm. since Derry Girls. So when Derry Girls was coming along, I was kind of going, oh, these are brilliant scripts as well. And I just hope it'll do well. And then that first episode hit. And we all just went, what the hell is that going to happen? <laughs> it was mad. Like, you know, it really was. None of us expected it. You never Such truly know, probably, when you're putting something out, whether, you know, how it's going to hit with people. You don't, you don't have a clue, mm-hmm. and it was the same with Bridgerton. Like we, you know, we, we shot for like nine months on Bridgerton, and we were doing it and these amazing things and this and this and this, and then it could have come out and died. You, you wouldn't know. Yeah. It didn't, thank God. But like, <laughs> you know, you, you don't know when when you start it. You start to do something. You hope it's good, 
and you know you do your best, but it's unquantifiable. If someone knew what the you know the real formula is, you know that's the alchemy of it. I, I I don't know. I don't think you can ever you can ever second guess it. And you were Nigel Burbrook in Bridgerton. What was it like to play a villain? Oh, that's great. I mean, oh my God, it's really different from Derry Girls. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's he's now God love you, like you know. <laughs> and, um, but Burbrook then is is a completely different thing altogether because he is he's a nasty piece of work. I you know he's bumbling and and you kind of the first episode is a bit funny, but by the end then it gets a bit sinister. You know, and it's not cool. Mm-hmm. He's not a, you know he's not a nice guy and everything. And it's nice to be the villain, and people need a villain to kind of boo and hiss in things like that. And I spent I have to say like you know that last year. I spent two months as probably the most hated person on the internet. It's kind of glorious, you know. <laughs> and I have to say, when I heard of Bridgerton, I was watching the trailer and I saw obviously the outfits. I was like, oh, it's another period drama. Here we go. And it's completely different to what I, I thought it was ever going to be. It was just so good. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? I think, I, I, I think that's where they kind of hit on gold because mm. I, I was the same, you know, when the scripts come true, you go, oh, here's another period drama and stuff. And I've done a lot of Shakespeare in England and, and all the rest. And I was kind of going, like, what's the crack? But then you're eating and you kind of go, ah, oh, these are funky. Like, this yeah. is pretty good, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's buzzy. And then, and even a soundtrack, that's what really hit me. I remember watching it when we finally got to watch it. And, you know, you suddenly have like string quartet versions of Ariana Grande. <laughs> and, and I was going, oh, come here. Look at this. Like, you know, they truly is... nailed it, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, you know, and there's going to be great, there's going to be a great buzz about season two now. That's coming up, uh, March it's coming out, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to do with me. But um, it, it, it's going to be magic and I can't wait to watch it as well, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously you started out on stage, didn't you? Yourself? Oh, I did. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, stage is my great love. And you know, we're talking about like Derry Girls and Bridget and there. You know, my great luck in the past few years is like kind of getting nice TV roles and some stuff in films. But like, uh, no, no, I started out on stage. I mean, <laughs> as a kid, like I was a very shy kid and kind of to get like try and get friends in a way almost, you know, and kind of uh, get out of myself. Um, I started doing amateur musicals in Waterford at the Theatre Royal in Waterford. Um, mm-hmm. And my first time ever on stage was 1992 in a, an amateur production of Chicago. Um, so Yeah, yeah. So, like, that, that, that's, that's, that's really where I started, like, you know Is what I mean? Much, and that's much difference between stage and obviously the bits you're doing at the moment with TV and... Oh, huge! Yeah. Mm. Oh no, absolutely. Because you know the thing is with with like yeah with 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 stage, you know, you have a lot more rehearsals. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, then when the minute you go on stage at eight o'clock, seven thirty, whatever time the curtain goes up, then it's you and the audience, and you have this thing, and you tell this story for two hours, whatever the length of the piece is, and you know it, it's immediate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you film something, you know when we finished Bridgerton, say um, in. March 2020 and it came out on Christmas Day you know months and months later and by the time that came out then the editors have been through it the director you know what I mean post-production all that kind of stuff so those little bits I did in Bridgerton were put together with everything else and then then came out and that's what goes on screen but when I go out on stage there's me and there's the audience and mm-hmm. and it's like you know immediate it's amazing, like I, I yeah, I, I love it. But like that, that's my real passion, to be honest. You know, and that's not to denigrate because I love doing Derry Girls, I love doing Bridget, I love doing screen stuff. But oh, the theatre! Wow, that's that, that, that's where it's at for me. Yeah, I suppose the theatre you have to smell, and it's just the whole setting, really, of of the theatre itself, isn't it? Really? Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it's it's real 
communal thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you all come into the theatre, you know, the big theatre, small theatre, whatever, and you come in and you watch it, and then the curtain goes up, and there's live people right there. It's not a screen or anything like that. They're there on stage. You're talking about the smell. You can smell the actors <laughs> sweating. You can see the actors spitting. That's for definite, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a, it's a real... Uh, it's a very visceral thing, and oh god, yeah, I, I love it. I go to the theater a lot. I I love watching plays. I think and everything for yeah. me, part of it is listening to the audience react to something on stage because they'll find something funny that maybe is not necessarily you wouldn't have necessarily thought was funny until they laugh, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I get it." You know, like it's oh, so maybe, funny. Yeah, oh no, absolutely. And it. a lot of writers will, and you know, kind of theater makers and and everything will say, you know, the the last element of any play or any music or anything like that is the audience. Yeah. You know, when you put it in front of the audience, because then that kind of, as I say, the, the conversation happens. I've been, in, I've been in stuff where I went, ah, this is a banker of a joke, you know, <laughs> and I say it and it's tumbleweed. and something like, you know, kind of three pages later that I never even thought of in rehearsals and they're howling, stops mm-hmm. the show. You just don't know. And that, that's great. And it changes night to night as well, because every audience is different. This is it. It must, it must be a great buzz. But you are oh, teaming back good. up with the Theatre Royal, aren't you? I am indeed, God, yeah. Like my, my great fortune, like they approached me uh, there um, last year, in the middle of last year, to kind of uh, to be their first artist in residence. Amazing. Uh, Theatre artist in residence as such. And it was a great honour, and I was very flattered and quite scared. And <laughs> I, 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 but I took it on. And, um, and, and what it is, is my residency there, it's a nine month residency, and I'm going to create a piece of theatre um, for the Theatre Royal. I'm going to write a new piece. Um, for the theatre, kind of a, about Waterford, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm very much a Waterford person. Like I was born and bred in a, you know in the top of the town in Waterford, and I'm also then working with uh, transition year students. So they're coming in. I'm doing kind of workshops with them, and they'll also inform the piece I'm working on as well. Um, because some of the ideas I have are kind of pertinent uh, to them and social media and things like that. Stuff that they like really, you know, kind of live these days as such. And it's great, like yeah, it, 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 it's it's brilliant, and to be given that kind of platform by the Theatre Royal is, you know, it's, yeah, it's a huge thing for me, and it, like it's like full circle, you mm-hmm. know. I kind of, you know, I started there, and and, and everything that they gave me. It's a theatre I adore. It's a gorgeous theatre in Waterford, and I, you know, I, I I always loved being on stage there. And now, you know, it'll be <laughs> it'll be thirty years this year since I first. And on, uh, on so you know so it's like yeah like I say full circle and I kind of come back now and be able to give something back ah it's huge to me it, it, it's really 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 magic and, 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 and with that then they're brilliant as well because I get to do other things because you know it's not a full time job down there the mm-hmm. residency so I still have the old the, the night job or you say of being an actor as well like which is which you get both from. It must be a nice feeling to be able to, I suppose, give back as well as you know, almost celebrate your thirty years from the beginning. Yeah, that's, that's a huge thing. And if, uh, if one thing, I was only talking to the guys there, you know, during the week, and I, I was thinking, if one thing that comes out of this and out of the residency is to say to the young people I'm working with, and and other, also the, like people kind of watching this and what I'm doing in there, yeah. is, is to kind of say that it doesn't matter where you're from or anything like that. You know what I mean? You can give it a go. You know, and, and, and with hard work, and, and, and it is hard work, and it's not an easy business at all. But you know what I mean? With, with hard work, determination, you know, you, 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 can, you can give it a go. Because I'm dealing with, like, um, students, 
there and I'm from up the road from them. Mm. That's the thing. You know what I mean? They're not sitting with someone who's from, you know, England from a rich family or LA or whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm like you say, I'm from Waterford City Centre. Like, you know what I mean? That's 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 where I was born, grew up and you know what I mean? That's that's such a part of me. Yeah. And and, and for them to kind of get to see that, if they get out and from it, I hope it's that. Yeah, that it's possible. Can. Just give it a go, exactly. kind of thing. But that's the thing, yeah. and not to be afraid of it. And we said that kind of early on, even kind of going, you know, um, what would you say, careers day at schools and stuff like that. I remember them. And you'd have, you know, the, the, the exciting person coming in would be a fireman or something mm-hmm. like that. Because you know? <laughs> otherwise it might be accountants or so on and so on. And I never, there's no one ever really from the arts coming in, like an actor or a designer or writer or something like that. So I come in then kind of going, here we go, I've made a kind of a living from this. And it's possible, yeah, a career, you know, a life in the arts, you know, living in the arts is possible. And for the people that really want to do it, hopefully they'll, they'll take that and run with it. That's, yeah, that's it definitely it. makes a difference for sure. Because I remember when I was in school, I wanted to go to dance. I wanted to go and dance. And they were like, um... Are you sure? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Like, it is. So. And they kind of say it to you, yeah, I remember, like, you know, my career guidance counsellor saying to me, you know, and I said, oh, I want to do all the art subjects for me leaving. And he yeah. went, well, what, what will you get out of that? And I said, joy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <It's acting. laughs> I will actually enjoy doing it. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I said, yeah. So, oh, there you go. I love it. But also, you're coming to Abbey Theatre, aren't you? Oh, well, yeah, I'm in Dublin at the moment. There we go. Um, <laughs> and that's a big thing for me, too, I'll be honest with you. I, yeah, I'm doing Portia Coughlin at the Abbey, and we're in rehearsals at the moment. And uh, we opened there, we got previews on the 11th of February. Brilliant. And that's, it, 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 yeah, it's a big deal for me, because this is the National Theatre of Ireland. Like, this is my National Theatre. And I've worked in the National Theatre in England a few, a few times now at this stage. But because I was based there and mm-hmm. um, and I still kind of you know, work between here and there and everything. But like the National Theatre of Ireland, the Abbey, the history of it and everything. And it, it's always been on my bucket list to, to be in, in an Abbey production. And uh, the, the, the opportunity came about and I, I kind of took the hand and all off. And I, I, and I went, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, a, it's a really huge thing for me, I have to say, like to be able to like do a play and to run a car play, you know, and she is like you know I, I think one of our major playwrights, yeah. you know, in the history of Irish theatre really. And Portia Coughlin is an amazing piece and is an amazing cast. Brilliant director Caroline Byrne, and I, you know, well, I, I, I pinch myself, you know. And you, you know, you asked me about Derry Girls, you asked me about Bridge, and, and now I'm doing Portia, and I have the residency at the Theatre Royal, and I kind of go, Jamie, you know what I mean? Like, it worked out quite well for me. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't believe my luck, I'll be honest with you. Like, and that, 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 I really, I, I really mean that. You now I've had the tough times of eating beans and nothing else. You know, when when there was nothing happening twenty years ago, and, mm-hmm. and, and more and ripping tickets. I used to sell programs at the Lion King in, <laughs> in the West End. You know, and I wanted to be in the second day. But you know, thing, you know, things have worked out at the moment. You know, who knows in the future? At the moment, it's great. Yeah, and like I say, it's a, it's a real. Yeah, it's a, it's a lovely thing being part of the Theatre Royal, you know, because of my own home and yeah. art where it is great. And then suddenly, at the same time, I'm working on a play at the at my national theatre. Because that's the big thing. Even, you know, uh, I, I work in England uh, or wherever I work. I'm just back from shooting in Canada. I'm an Irish actor. Like, that's, that's, that's what it is. And it means a lot to me to be that. And so this is, yeah, it's, yeah happy days. You know, it's nice it? to have fingers yeah. in lots of pies, as they say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. Not at all. Thanks very much for having me on. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.